Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the Things That Are podcast. I am your host, Leah Tamdi. And I have to tell you something because sometimes you think you know your partner and you just don't. Because this weekend, Jacob revealed a lot to me, right? The first thing is we went bowling, which was on my summer bucket list, right? So we did that. And then, you guys, he was good. He was good at bowling. And now, listen... I'm not a bowling hater. I'm not a bowler hater, you know, but did it give me the ick? I mean, like a little bit and I feel just a little bit lied to. And lying is toxic as well as now this is crazy because I swear to God, I fall apart by Post Malone was just a huge song. So big. It would never have crossed my mind that someone may have not heard this song. And then... Jake goes, this song's kind of good. What is it? Um, sorry, what? I was like, okay, so you're good at bowling and you don't know if I fall apart by Post Malone. I sort of feel like this has been a sham of a relationship for two years. I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like some things get unwrapped throughout years, right? And like, they're big things like you're good at bowling and you don't know Post Malone. I don't know. I don't even know if I know you, but whatever. So anyway, yeah, lines toxic. And that's perfect for what we're going to talk about today because we are going to talk about things that are toxic, okay? And some of them are funny, right? Lots of them are deep. But we're going to talk about things that are toxic. But before we get into that, I have to share with you the quote and I have to share with you something that I'm loving. Okay, so the quote today is that Sometimes you're the toxic person. Understand that you make mistakes, you hurt people, apologize. That's growth. Understanding that there are things you need to work on, that's enlightenment. Striving for continuous improvement instead of faking perfection. And we're going to dive into this towards the end of the episode. And basically, it's like you have to be able to admit that you have toxic traits. You have to be able to do that because every single person does have toxic traits. And you have to be able to admit that so you get so that you can grow from those things so that you can hopefully improve on those things and it's not something to be embarrassed by it's actually something that's really great if you can identify those things in order to improve and then something that i'm loving i'm currently loving i got these pair i don't know what's been going on with me recently i cannot stop buying things on amazon like I'm just finding such good dupes for everything. Of course, after my current faves video or um, episode, I'm finding all these amazing things. And I have found the best pair of biker shorts ever. The best pair. And typically, Seamless isn't super flattering on me. But these are really flattering. They help the booty because they have that little cinching thing. You know what I'm saying? They're so good. And they're like 30 uh, I can't remember the price. Like 26 to $30. So good. I'm going to link them for you. You absolutely need to try them. I would not stray you in the wrong way because these are that good. I even bought them in the leggings form because they're that good. So yeah, that's something that I'm loving. And with that, let's get into the things that are low-key toxic, okay? And when I say low-key toxic throughout this, just remember it's not that low-key. It's like these are pretty toxic, like, you know, but we just don't necessarily recognize these things that I'm going to talk about as toxic and that's kind of what this whole episode is it's things that are toxic that maybe we don't recognize as toxic personal traits that we don't recognize as 
recognize as toxic, trends that we don't recognize as toxic, but are toxic, and sometimes how positive things can still be toxic. So let's let's just get into it. The first thing that is toxic is literally now how everyone wants to be toxic. And I've talked about this before, but we keep glamorizing toxicity, right? Like on social media, you see people wanting to be toxic or thinking that it's funny doing the whole my toxic trait is blank, right? And I worry about this because don't get me wrong. Like I'm guilty of this. Like I definitely have said my toxic trait is blank, but I do worry that it's a little bit damaging because if you're an adult, then you, you're able to understand that this trend of toxicity is like to be funny. It's not to be serious, right? But what about the young and the impre- impressionable, right? The 10-year-olds, the 15-year-olds who, who are very impressionable. Like, is this trend going to confuse them on what's really toxic and like between what's toxic and what's funny? Is the line going to be too thin? Are they not going to be able to understand that toxic really isn't a good thing like something that comes to exi- comes to mind for example is like sort of Jacob Elordi is that how you say his last name Jacob Elordi being Nate Jacobs in Euphoria okay people are just now just falling in love with these abusive characters and I we get that people are trying to say it to be funny but is the younger crowd oh my god am I that old that I have to say younger crowd <laughs> but is the younger crowd like going to think that's serious and going to be like, oh, I should fall in love with the abusive, manipulative one because he's attractive or because he's this. Do you know what I'm saying? And so I kind of feel like this whole toxic being a trend, this is going to be really harmful. And although it's funny and we all partake in it, I think it could be incredibly damaging. So that's the first thing (laughs) that I think is pretty toxic. Okay, the second thing that's toxic is also, it's a trend, right? It's the that girl trend. Basically, if you don't know what this trend is, it's kind of, it's stemmed from TikTok as, of course, like most things are. But it's also like on YouTube and Instagram and all social media now. And what it is, is girls mainly, they'll be filming their days and they'll be trying to be that girl, which in other words, is like being that bitch kind of, like being that girl, I guess. And being that girl, it's kind of what people should aspire to be. That's kind of the vibe of these things. Like, you should aspire to be this. And the things the girls are doing to be that girl are things like waking up at 5 a.m., going to the gym, having a kale smoothie, some lemon water, then making their avocado toast, then going on an hour-long hot girl walk, then working 9 to 5, and then making a salad for lunch and something else healthy for dinner. Like, you get, you get the vibe. And anyway, I think that this is toxic because it's playing in to like negative wellness trends and saying that you have to do all those things to be that girl. When in reality, being that girl can mean just like different things for everybody. Not everyone, first of all, has the resources for healthy food for every meal. I just want to put that out there. Not everyone can wake up at 5 a.m. Not everyone can or should eat a completely clean diet. It's just playing into like the the hustle culture, the diet culture, into unobtainable things, really. But I also will say that this is complicated because I do think that this trend does have some pros, some positives, because I do think it's important to exercise. I do think it's important to eat someone he- somewhat healthy. And I love me a hot girl walk. 
So I don't think it's necessarily preaching all of these bad things. But since it's saying that you aren't that girl, which translate into like, you aren't good enough, then that becomes toxic. These are not the only ways to be that girl. The things that these people are showing, this is not, those aren't the only ways. You can eat cake and still be that girl. Like you can skip a workout and still be that girl. You see what I'm saying? So that, the, that girl trend, it's low-key toxic. All right. The next topic we have, the next thing that's toxic and not even low-key toxic, okay? In my opinion, this is incredibly toxic. It's got to stop. It's got to go away. And I think that it's toxic no matter the circumstances. And it's what I eat in a days. And if you don't know what I, what, what I eat in a days are, basically people will post on Instagram, YouTube mainly, uh, TikTok reels, whatever, right? And it's literally what it sounds like. They'll post what they eat in a days. And I have something to say. No one ever feels good after what I eat in a days, after watching what I eat in a days. Like even if it's balanced, then you watch it and you're like, damn, I thought I was eating balanced, but her balanced is different than my balanced and her balanced is healthier or maybe it's a little less food or whatever. And then obviously if it's not balanced, if it's super healthy, then you're just going to feel bad. And again, good things can come from what I eat in a days in the sense of you can get good recipes, but then it's like, please just like make a TikTok of you making that one recipe, that one meal, instead of playing into this, like kind of eating disorders, playing into diet culture. It's just not good. And what you're doing is sitting there comparing what you eat to other people and their diets and what they eat. And comparison is typically never good. You know what I'm saying? And it's just an incredibly toxic trend that people do. You know, we shouldn't sit there and be comparing our meals. And I just don't like it. I do not like it. It's low key, incredibly actually high key (laughs) toxic. Okay. Next up, we have kind of a funnier one, right? And it's that Twilight is toxic. And yes, I'm talking about the Edward Abella of it all. Yes, I'm talking about the movie with the vampires. And I mean, we all know that there are so many movies and TV shows from when we were younger that were toxic. But we only know that now. Like, think about it. When we were younger, that didn't register as toxic. Another example about how it can affect the young and impressionable, right? When you were little or a teenager, you did not notice that these things were toxic. It was just kind of normal. You thought it was the normal. Like, both Edward and Jacob, (laughs) they were both toxic, okay? I mean, really. Like, mainly Edward. But when someone is that protective... To that extent, it is not healthy. It is quite toxic. And then we start thinking, oh, maybe men should be that protective, right? And that becomes normal. Even though that's not normal, it's it's a lot of things, right? And I mean, now, protective to a certain extent, it's hot. We all know that. But not to that extent, to the extent that we are showed. We, are, we aren't understanding that it's dramatized. We aren't understanding those things. And there are so many other examples of movies like this like you know if you watched after on netflix or just so many things where relationships are being showed like this where i'm so glad that now i have the mental awareness to realize that these things are not supposed to be that way but when you're growing up and you just are watching two people be in love and it's a certain type of way then that's you're not setting a good precedent for for anyone so it's 
Twilight, I'm so sorry. Twilight is low-key toxic. And next we have that cancel culture is toxic. And I feel like people are coming to this realization recently that that cancel culture is toxic. But here's why I think it's toxic. Because I think if we just cancel everybody, then there's never going to be any change. Because why would someone change their views, change their opinions, if they're just going to get canceled? If someone says something they shouldn't say, if someone says something offensive, if someone says something discriminatory, instead of just canceling them, when most of the people who we cancel have um, audiences, right, or their online presences or their celebrities, those are obviously the people who get canceled. Why not, instead of just canceling them, and then when they get canceled, they're just going to have the same views they had before? Instead of canceling them, we should just be trying to do our best to educate them and then see if like if we could get them to truly change their beliefs about the situation then every single person that follows them with the same beliefs might change their mind as well it opens the door to a way bigger like audience so i just think that canceling people is so ineffective and then i mean if you, and it's more like if we can not cancel but call them out right And then after we call them out, if they just like do it again or whatever, then they can be canceled. But I feel like, and there's some things, there is a line, right? Some people should be canceled and everything that's related to a crime that they should be canceled, like, of course, but crime and cancellation is two different things, you know? But anyway, yeah, I think that cancellation is toxic because we shouldn't just be canceling people for saying the wrong things or, um for saying things a million years ago. Like, maybe this is a hot take, but I truly think that you can make more progress with the things that these people do, with these these things that people say that get them canceled. If we don't cancel them, if we can reach them and their audience and educate them on why what they said was wrong or just, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, I think that it's, I think that it's toxic. So, okay, we're going to switch gears a little bit. We just talked about some trends. We talked about, you know, some topics that are low-key toxic. But now we got to talk about toxic traits that are within ourselves. And here's the thing. Everyone has toxic traits. I talked about this in the quote a little bit. And this is where that is going to tie in. But everyone has toxic traits. And if you can't admit that, well, then that's probably your toxic trait. (laughs) But it's really important to be able to acknowledge your toxic traits so that you can work on them and prove for them, you know, like I said. But the thing is, and this is what we're going to talk about, is there are some things that we might not identify as toxic, that we might not notice as toxic. Some things that we find positive things about ourselves that are actually toxic traits. And so I want to talk about those a little bit. And I, I want to say that the most prominent one that I'm going to talk about first right now is loyalty, Okay. Lots of people think of loyalty as a positive trait to have within themselves, a positive characteristic, which it is, but it it can also be toxic. Like if you are super fierce, loyal, and to the point, to the point where you won't leave anyone or stop being friends with someone, even though they're not being like great to you, they're not great for your mental health, maybe they're manipulative or, or whatever towards you, right? And you won't leave them because you're loyal. That becomes unhealthy and toxic to yourself. And yes, loyalty is good, but when it goes to that extent, 
then it does become toxic. All right, so the next thing that we might think is positive about ourselves, a positive characteristic but can actually be toxic, is a strong work ethic. Now, obviously this is good to a certain extent, but if your work ethic is so strong and all you do is work and your job comes first and, you know, it's just the most important thing. And I'm talking sort of like, yep, like I work nine to nine every day. I'm the best because of it, you know, that kind of vibe. To you, that might be good. And honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if people think that's good because of hustle culture. It's been sort of just ingrained in our brains that that's normal when it's not. But anyway, if you're that obsessed with work, then the chances are you aren't taking care of yourself. You're probably not doing anything self-care related. And you're probably neglecting so many other parts of your life, like family, friends, and relationships because work comes first, right? And that, that's where it becomes unhealthy. That's where it becomes a little toxic. And yeah, so having a strong work ethic might not be all that, not all that the world makes it seem. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and lastly, we have something that I feel like we've been taught for as long as I can remember is a positive when it's, in reality, it's not a positive. And it's being just super incredibly mentally strong. And just like the other two, there are good parts to this. It's good to be somewhat mentally strong, right? To be able to handle things, whatever. But to the extent of, I never cry. To the extent of, I never grieve. To the extent of, I'm an, it is what it is type of person. Or I tell everyone I'm fine when I'm not. Like that kind of, that is not good. Now, I feel like we all know in the long run that that isn't healthy. But I challenge you to look at yourself. Like how many times in a week do you feel a certain way, but you don't want to say anything because I don't know, you don't want to like burden someone or how often like does something or someone irritate you, but you don't say it because you don't want to start something like our default is to say that we're good even when we're not. But I truly challenge you look at when you're not because those things when done super often, the whole I'm fine, it's nothing. That's not good. It's the opposite of mentally strong. It's actually unhealthy and it's toxic for you. All right, you guys, that's everything I have for you today. Those are all the toxic things that I can think of right now. And yes, there are many, many, many more. But hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great day. And I'll talk to you on Friday. Bye.